Welcome to Closing the Books, a podcast by IC System, your trusted subject matter expert for debt collection solutions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a podcast brought to you by IC System. I'm your host, Gabrielle, and right now I'm joined by Michelle Duff, who is the Corporate Counsel and Chief Compliance Officer at IC System. And today we're going to be talking about changes to credit reporting within the healthcare industry. There's so much to get into, and it's going to be a great conversation. So welcome, Michelle. Thank you. Absolutely. So for those who haven't heard you on the podcast before, could you please take some time to tell us a little bit about yourself, such as your background and just what it is you do at IC System? Sure. I am the general counsel and chief compliance officer at IC System, and I have held that job for eight and a half years. Um, Before that, I was a litigator in Minneapolis for 10 years, servicing the financial services industry, um, and also representing corporations in bankruptcy and other uh, litigated disputes. So I've been in financial services for almost 20 years um, and with IC System for eight and a half. At IC System, as the general counsel, I am responsible for the litigation caseload. And so reviewing complaints, responding to lawsuits, um, reducing risk to avoid the lawsuits in the first place. And as the chief compliance officer, I oversee our compliance and risk management system. Um, So that really involves creating policies and procedures, um, creating training around the policies and procedures, and then overseeing our annual testing and policy review program. Well, thank you for sharing a little bit of your background, because, you know, today we're going to be talking about changes to credit reporting uh, within the healthcare industry. So I want to ask you who passed these changes and just what prompted them? Well, this is really what everyone in healthcare collections is talking about right now. There have been a lot of material changes in the healthcare debt collection in the last couple of years, but the primary focus right now is certainly on credit reporting. In March of 2022, the CRAs, the credit reporting agencies, announced some pretty material changes to how, when, and what types of medical debt can be credit reported. Um, So the changes were announced earlier this year. July 1 of 2022, the first changes um, went into play. So the first change is that paid healthcare debt, once it's paid, the account will no longer be credit reported. In the past, some debt would report for up to seven years. And even if it were paid, it would just report with a paid status. Now the new rules require that once it's paid, it's removed from a consumer's um, credit report. And so the debt will just disappear once it's paid. This, I think, is a positive change for both patients and for our industry. Um, My personal belief is once a debt is resolved, especially healthcare debt, it should no longer be impacting your credit report or appearing in your credit report. Healthcare debt's a little bit different than other types of debt just because it's often involuntary. No one picks to go to the hospital. No one wants to ride in an ambulance. And so this debt feels a little bit different on your credit report, I think, than a more elective debt like a credit card debtor. You know, if you go to the mall and rack up your credit card bill, that feels a little more voluntary to me um, than a ride in an ambulance. And so in my opinion, I don't have a problem with the um, removing paid debts. The second major change that went into effect on July 1st of 2022 is that um, medical accounts cannot be reported for 365 days 
past the date of first delinquency. And so what that means is if you incur a debt on January 1st, the date of first delinquency will be 30 days after the debt first becomes due. So let's just say it's about 60 days after January 1st. So what does that put us into? March 1st. Let's say March 1st is the um, the date of first delinquency. You can't report that debt for 365 days after that first date of delinquency. And that's important. Um, I think the bureaus felt that was important to give healthcare debtors a chance to pay off the account before it hits their credit report. Again, this usually isn't debt that you plan for. And so I think the um, CRAs really said, let's give these patients a chance to pay the debt before it hits their credit report. So that change went into effect on July 1st of this year. And it has been significant for the industry. A lot of debt now, you have to wait an additional amount of time before you can credit report. And we know that credit reporting is an effective collection tool. Um, so it does delay the collection process somewhat. It doesn't mean that you can't call or um, send letters to these patients. It just means it's not gonna be on their credit report. So I don't think that that change has been disastrous for the industry by any mean. It, cer it certainly delays the collection process, but I don't think that it has, um, I don't think that it's really severely impacted it. The third change has not yet gone into place. It will be in March of 2023. And that change is debts under $500 are not allowed or eligible to be credit reported. This is a big change. Um, and this one will have a significant impact on our industry. So in essence, if you have a $100 copay, let's say, that debt will never be eligible to credit report because it just doesn't meet that $500 threshold. Right now, today, at the beginning of November of 2022, we believe the minimum will be $500, although there are rumors in the industry that that amount could change. I don't think the amount is going to be less than $500. It could be more than $500. Um, but you know, we're really kind of waiting to see those final rules. Our understanding is that the final rules may not be issued until February of 2023. So we're not gonna have a lot of time to get the rules implemented, um, but we have a sense that there will be a minimum threshold that you have to meet in order to credit report debt. And we know that change will go into effect in March of 2023. Well, thank you, Michelle, for sharing that. You touched on a lot of the specific changes and just when they go into play. So that's very helpful for our audience to know. But also, I guess a natural follow-up to this is how will these changes help patients? Well, as I've said before, you know, I think because healthcare debt is voluntary debt, I think it does give patients maybe a little bit more breathing room, um, a little bit more time to figure out how to satisfy the debt to avoid it going to their credit report altogether. Um, I would also say, though, that not all of the impacts are positive. I, we do know that patients often find out about their medical debt through their credit report. And so although we send letters and we make phone calls and the um, healthcare provider has also done the same to try to reach the patient, to try to educate the patient about the debt. Often those calls and letters go unanswered and it isn't until the patient sees the account on the credit report that they then reach out to IC system or reach out to the provider, get information about the debt and figure out a way to get the debt resolved. And so we know this is a really effective communication tool, and it's our belief that 
that tool is going to be taken away for any patient that owes a debt under $500. So there are positives. Um, the patient gets more time, but I think the negative is it takes away one um, method of communicating with the patient to help them understand their account. Now, why are these changes going to be so significant for the healthcare industry as a whole? Well, we have already seen, I think there's a couple changes, but we've already seen that um, with the waiting for a year, collections are impacted. And so that additional amount of time delays the revenue cycle. Um, obviously, it delays the um, dollars that we return to our healthcare providers. And so it is, we've already seen the negative re revenue impact. And then in March of 23, additional impact will be felt because there's a large population of debts that just aren't eligible for credit reporting at all. Um, so we know the impact will be material. I think the other, there's a couple other maybe indirect impacts. Um, one would be, we've already seen healthcare providers um, decide that they don't want a credit report at all. They think the rules are too complicated or maybe even intimidating. And they've just decided we're not going to credit report our debt. So we've seen some providers say, eh, we're not really interested in credit reporting. That's unfortunate because we know, especially at IC System, these rules are already, two out of the three are already implemented. We know how to comply with the rules. And we still think credit reporting is a very effective tool to recover unpaid healthcare accounts. Um, but the second indirect impact, I think that's really gonna hurt the industry is patients are gonna begin to understand that if they owe a debt under $500, there's not a huge incentive to pay it, or at least one of the incentives, the credit, you know, avoiding the credit reporting is no longer really a, it's not, it's not an option. And so patients will start to say, well, I only owe $100. I'm going to get a few phone calls or letters, but there is no credit reporting. So I'm not sure why I should pay the debt. So I think not only are there rules limiting the accounts that can credit report, I think people will start to understand that maybe the importance of paying some of those obligations to avoid credit reporting no longer exists. Well, after hearing this, I imagine this has impacted how IC System does business as well. So maybe could you highlight what some of the challenges are that these changes are going to be presenting to IC System in the future? Sure. Well, I think the biggest change is just educating our clients about which debts are eligible to, re credit, re to credit report and um, also letting clients know, healthcare providers know that credit reporting is still a great option um, and to instill confidence that IC system is a great partner to help our healthcare providers in this credit reporting process. We comply with the rules and we can help guide our clients through this whole thing. Um, but just letting clients know it's going to look different. It Already we've seen the impact of some of these changes and we expect there will be more changes in March of 23. And who knows, uh, you know, down the road, will there be additional changes to credit reporting rules around healthcare debt? I think so. Um, the political climate right now is such that taking action to collect healthcare debt is not politically favorable. And, you know, some of this is because there was a lot of healthcare debt created as a result of the pandemic. Um, and so people kind of are having different conversations about healthcare debt that they haven't had in the past. Um, but we just know politically it's not it's not viewed as a, a politically favorable, I guess I should say, to collect on healthcare debt. So the rules are changing. But all that to say, 
Um, it is still important for our hospital provider clients to recover unpaid receivables. And um, even though there are additional rules, it's just up to IC system to comply with the rules, educate our clients, and continue to collect unpaid healthcare accounts and return those monies to our clients. Well, can you speak a little bit to how your company, what have they done to prepare for these new rules and how do you see healthcare debt collections in the future given these changes? To prepare for the rules, we just ensure that we, as soon as we know the specifics of the rule, we start to implement the change. We also start to educate our clients about the changes. So um, when we needed to wait uh, one year to credit report healthcare debts, we reached out to our clients, we let them know about the change, and then we got those programming changes in place so that we were in compliance before the rule took effect. Um, other than that, you know, it's it really is just keeping client communications open about the changes. We also are taking efforts to work with the industry trade associations to try to influence some of these rules and perhaps make them a little bit more favorable to the industry. Um, but really, these are the rules we've been given, and we can certainly um, perform well and you know return a lot of money to our clients while complying with the rules. So changes have been made, and you know, in terms of the March 23 changes, we're ready for those as well. And I guess we're ready for whatever comes down the road after that. Who The future is unknown, but um, we, we certainly are ready for whatever changes come our way. Well, it's a really positive outlook and a great mindset to have. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I mean, this industry, you've got to be on your toes. There's a lot of regulatory pressure, but um, you know, we've done really well navigating and we've worked really closely with our clients to ensure that they're compliant as well. So there's really no other option. If you can't comply, um, you're not going to be in this business for long. So you got to keep up. Well, that wraps up the conversation for today. So thank you, Michelle, for being on the podcast today to talk about changes to credit reporting within the healthcare industry. As always, if you want to learn more, please visit icsystem.com and look for this podcast wherever it is you get your podcast at. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you.